We're going to hear more now about one of the cases in the report. It involves a group of hunters who disappeared in December 2010. Their families are still waiting for answers, as reporter Miles Esty found out. In this video, a young man stands amidst desert shrubs, cradling a deer. There are several scenes of friends joking around on their hunting trip. Then the video cuts to footage from inside a house. You know what I mean? The video's eerie green glow resembles night vision. Different men come in and out of the frame. Automatic weapons and rifles litter the couches, and some of the men carry handguns. The camera, which once belonged to the hunters, was found in a raid of the house in the video. Officials say the men in the night vision footage, presumed kidnappers with the cartel Los Zetas, had previously killed most of the hunters before dying themselves in a shootout with the army. But, as is often the case in Mexico, questions remain. Why did they kidnap the hunters? How did they kill them? And where exactly? All of that remains murky. Two years later, in front of a computer in the city of León in Guanajuato, José Luis Cordero narrates a grainy security video which shows a rendezvous between police trucks and unmarked SUVs at a gas station. José Luis believes that his brother Ernesto Cordero and the nine other hunters were inside those trucks. One friend who later escaped and a miner who was let go identified the gas station and recounted other details of the ordeal in official court testimony which Jose Luis recounts. They were first detained by police officers, who apparently were allied with organized crime, and the police said the group of hunters looked very suspicious. The survivors said the group was driven around the state and spent the night in a police station. The next day, the police allegedly handed over the hunters to the criminals in the SUVs seen on that security video. Beaten and threatened anew, the victims were driven to an abandoned patch of desert. Sensing danger, the one man managed to run away. When he last looked back, he believes he heard gunshots and later saw a fire. But he was too far away to make positive IDs. Ángeles López runs a women's rights organization in León. Because of the lack of sufficient help from local, state, or federal authorities, she's become a de facto source of support for families in this case. She says the lack of definitive answers from the authorities only augments the pain felt by families of Mexico's growing number of disappeared. If we have authorities whose job it is to investigate, well, they're not investigating. They're not doing their job because they're scared or incapable, or in many cases because they're complicit. No one knows anymore where organized crime ends and where the state begins, because a lot of the time they're the same. Across Mexico, these shortcomings leave family members like José Luis in charge of the investigation. He's the one pursuing leads and drawing information onto topographic maps that he bought. His risky detective work has alerted authorities to the remains of dozens of bodies, but not those of his brother or nephew, who was also on that hunting trip. Zacatecas state prosecutor Arturo Nale laments the fact that so much about this case remains a mystery. But he believes the hunters were mistaken for members of a rival cartel poking around in Zeta territory, picked up by a corrupt police force, and killed on that suspicion alone. And, he says, he's confident that those responsible are either dead or in jail. We have no doubt that the police officers who are in jail are those who participated in the kidnapping of the hunters from Guanajuato. And we have no doubt that the Zetas who were killed by the army 
were the ones who kidnapped and killed the hunters because they had the hunters' belongings. Yet, the only evidence families say they've seen is a vial of dust, supposedly the crushed-up vertebrae of Ernesto Cordero, found amidst the remains of some 30 other bodies in the desert. They say they were shown no documentation of how or where it was found, just told to accept that justice was served and move on. Ernesto's wife, Jenny Romero Manrique, says the uncertainty is the worst. It would be better to know that they were dead. That would be fine. At least we'd know they were resting, and we could rest as well. But the uncertainty of not knowing if they're alive, if they are eating, if they are cold, or if they're being forced to work like slaves somewhere, that's just torture. Jenny and family members of the other victims say that they're hopeful that under Mexico's new president, there will be an effort to really find out what happened to Mexico's disappeared. But for now, they hold out hope for any kind of definitive answer. For The World, I'm Miles Esty in Leon, Mexico.